If you're looking to dive into the world of family entertainment business, but find yourself dazed and confused by the challenges of evaluating a current business as an opportunity, or if you're ready to dial up the profitability of your own business, then this podcast is for you. Own and Run Family Fund for Profit podcast will explore the ins and outs of the family entertainment business. Tim Murphy, the CEO of Boomer Parks himself, is joined by a fantastic lineup of industry professionals and insiders that will share their expert insights and advice. So here's your host, Tim Murphy. I've been approached by a lot of people. I get a lot of questions, a lot of emails, a lot of messages from other park owners, those that want to get in the business. And some of the biggest things that they come back with is how do you reduce liability in your parks? Wow, that's a big question. Uh, there's a lot of things to do in your park. Obviously, you're trying to do the overall goal is how do I reduce my claim numbers as well as my claim severity. What does that mean? So claim numbers, you can get that, you know, the number is less. Severity means my costs are less each claim. So what I mean by that is, let's say hypothetically you have a claim issue, a work comp claim, let's say, you know, think about someone that gets themselves injured in your park or in a team member. And, you know, maybe they burn their hand, maybe they've injured their foot with a go-kart or something like that. And they're going to have to go to the emergency room. You know, that might cost $5,000, it might be $10,000 at the end of the day. That doesn't sound like much, but at the end of the day, that is. How do you reduce those types of claims? What are the things you can do? And one of the things I teach my team members, whether it's a work comp claim or a general liability claim, is how safe is the park to begin with? One... Does your park manager or yourself walk the park? Every time I go out to a park, I walk them. I walk where the guests go. I walk where the team members go. I just pay attention. What does the floor look like? What does the walls look like? Is there slip hazards that might be here? I have tile. Is there any water on the tile? Is there grease on the tile? Is there brick carpet? Um, are there things that are broken in the concrete if you were in a miniature golf course? Sometimes it happens. And where, why does that happen? I mean, it doesn't automatically break, you know, over time. If you have an old uh, family entertainment center, you know, you get roots that will push up the concrete and that'll be a trip hazard. Are you fixing the concrete? And if you're not, are you painting the ledge that comes up when the roots lift up the concrete? Are you looking for things that are in your park that someone could trip over? Because if they could trip over, you can trip over it. I'm pretty sure that your guests could trip over them. Do you have rips in the carpets if you have miniature golf? Kids are notorious when they go out in the miniature golf and just pound the heck out of miniature golf clubs into the carpet. Well, I don't know what they find that so much fun about that, but they do. And what does that do? It creates potentially a little opening, a gap in the carpet, might rip it, might puncture it. And, you know, if you get some rain or you get some different weather, it might bubble up and then cause that to be a, a, a hazard. You need to be fixing that. You need to make sure that no concrete's up, no um, landscaping is up too high. If that's somewhere they're going to walk, sidewalks look good. Um, you know, of course, from visibility point of view, you don't want anyone to get hit by limbs. Make sure the limbs are high enough that everyone can walk underneath easily. I like to clean them up pretty high so that you can see across your park and you know what's going on with your guests all the time. But when you look around, say, go-karts, are they following procedure? Um, are there, you know, do you know who the go-kart attendants are? Do they have yellow? safety vest or any type of safety vest on bright color shirts does the guest know who the team member is and i don't care if you're in the laser tag area you need to know who are 
you know, where are the potential hazards? And laser tag, sometimes they're a little dark. Are things really well lit? If you got black lighting in there, you know, uh, one, is the black lighting working? But two, are the things painted correctly so it will reflect that there's a hazard? Looking for hazards like this is a key to every owner's point of view. This will help you reduce your overall liabilities. So, and that's not just for your you know, your guests, but your team members as well. Walk through back areas. You know, maybe you have an area of, like me, we have go-kart areas. They have workshops and work areas because they're working on the go-karts, they're fixing engines, they're changing oil, whatever it might be. Do we have an area and is it clear of debris? Uh, are they clean? Uh, is there something that could trip them? Wires that are hanging out or old go-kart parts on the floor that just didn't bother to throw away. Look for these things. You know, same thing we want the guests to feel comfortable about being in our parks nice and clean. Same thing for the guests too. Do we have boxes in different places in the guest area? Do we have trip hazards of carpet ripped or tile broken or concrete broken inside of our facilities or outside of our facilities? Is it very easy to get up to? Is it ADA compliant? You know, there's a lot of things you need to look for to stay in business, but this will help reduce your claims. From my point of view, what we've done this year is we've done so well on our claims and how we take care of the guest and, and both sides of it, both for general liability purposes, which is to the guest and your workers' compensation insurance, which is for your team member. Um, you know, we've done so well this year that both of them have gone down. Even our general liability has gone down 22%. In an industry that's very litigious in entertainment, um, we're dropping our insurance because we've done so well. And how you prevent this a lot is one, making sure you know about trip hazards when you go through your parks. Two, we created safety councils in our boomers parks so that people from the hourly point of view in food and beverage and the ticket area from managers get together. And once a month, they're talking about what are some of the things going on in my park? What can we do a little bit better? And, and with eight parks that we have, we share best practices between parks. So that is one of the things that we want to make sure that our team members get and hear some of the best practices. So we share that information. We've done a little automation whenever there is truly a claim. So it's done by an app so that we can control what the team member is, is writing on a report should we have an incident. And all these little steps that we've done, training, retraining, training once a month, we train the trainer. You know, we make sure that what's taking place is safety is a priority. Safety is part of our core values, too. We have safe, clean products and services that we provide our guests as well as our team members. And as part of our core values, we always talk about the core values. It's on signage. We discuss it in the management meetings. But part of this is safety. And so with the safety piece of it, we said we're going to expand this a little bit more because we really want to focus in on problems you might have in your parks. You know, if you have a, let's say hypothetically, you have a leaky air conditioner into your park. Well, having a bucket in the middle of your park isn't the greatest thing to look at if it's inside the building because the AC is leaking, but it's also a trip hazard too, right? If people can slip, they can fall. That's a claim. Someone hits their head or, you know, damages their arm. You know, you don't want anything like that. Uh, grandma and grandpa sometimes come out and there's things that, you know, they don't notice. Uh, kids are running around. They shouldn't be, but they are running around and they do. Um, that's a potential uh, hazard where a child could hurt themselves or a parent could hurt themselves trying to get their child. Um, you need to think about these things. Are your bathrooms clean all the time? Is debris out of the way when you go in there? You don't want it to be sliding around. If you have a kitchen close to your bathroom, 
there's a high likelihood if you don't have slip mats in your kitchen to catch grease to get on your feet, you're probably taking in the bathroom the tile and you're now going to injure your guests. You have to look for these things and make sure that the floor feels you know, clean or, you know, that you have grip on your shoes, you don't be sliding around. If that's the case, the floor needs to be mopped and get a new clean mop if that's the case. But there's a lot of things to look at. Lighting. How about lighting in your parking lot? Are you well lit for all of your all of your guests. So when they're entering, how about when your team members are exiting at night? Is it well lit for them to get out safely to the cars? Do you have timers on your lights to make sure that everyone gets out safely? These are the things you need to be thinking about. But by doing this, you will lower your insurance premiums. You'll lower your, what I said in the beginning, your claims numbers, as well as your severity. In our case, we did both and both work comp and general liability. And we lowered our rates by 22% by being very safety conscious. At the end of the day, you're creating a safety culture. That's really what you've got to do with each of your team members and think before they do. That's it for today's episode of the Best of Family Fun Entertainment Podcast. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review iTunes will win a chance. <coughs> Edit. That's it for today's episode of Family Fun Entertainment. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will have a chance to win tickets for a...